Japan, lippity doo Japan, 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 Japan. Anyway, hi, it's me, Julia Ladkowitz. <laughs> I'm across the street from Matt O'Brien. I am on the other side of the street and, on uh, Podcast Lane down the street. He's from on Podcast Lane down the street from Microphone Alley. Wow, it's uh, another episode of Is This What You Want? The podcast. With uh, Matt O'Brien and Julia Lakowitz, a married couple of comedians, trying to figure out what the hell people want. And uh, it all spawned from uh, people wanting us to do something together. So that's strike one. Yeah. Of, of is this what you want? And then you we're trying to figure started out the right. This. You started this. So it's another day. It's a heat wave down here in Los Angeles, heat California. Freaking me out. It is the heat wave episode. We are, uh, for the most part, comfortable. All things considered, even though it's topping the 100s out there, Fahrenheit's. Yes, or um, if you're Canadian, the uh, 40s? 40s. I like, I hate Fahrenheit except for when it hits 100 because then that sounds It sounds intense. crazy hot. Oh my God, it's 100 degrees out. What is it, like 100 degrees? Oh, I'm sweating out of my ass so much. It must be 100 degrees. Yeah, we were talking to someone. Um, we thought she was Canadian, but she was in New York. And I was like, yeah. I'm like, the the weather's crazy here. It's like 40. So she's like, so really cold. I'm like, that's freezing. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's how crazy climate change is, is where we're like, it's 40 down here in LA. And she's like, I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> and who knows? Could be tornadoes. Could be uh, human-sized frogs. Super flood tendo. How far away you think are we from human-sized frogs? Um, I mean, I feel like we need cat-sized frogs first. Yeah, I think in Africa they probably have pretty big ones. I've seen some pretty. I've watched. You've late seen the night, frog a size of like a big cat, like a I've main watched coon? late night frog and toad videos. <laughs> Sometimes I'll go on a bug and reptile. Is that tangent. what you do when I go to bed? You just fucking j o to frogs. Um, first of all, there's no jang o to these things. Um, no, I will uh, sometimes like what the the other night we were in bed and I was like looking up facts about the town we live in, Alhambra. You see, that's exciting. And I thought that was neat because first of all, listener, let me tell you something. There's a little place called Alhambra, California. That's the the part of L.A. County that we live in. And why is it called Alhambra? Because first of all, there's a a part of Spain, mm-hmm. it's like a fancy part of Spain called Al- Alhambra. I've, t- I've told a few people. It's like a historical, there's like a monument or like a castle or something there's or an something area called Alhambra. intense. I told a friend from the UK that I live in Alhambra and he's like, ooh, royalty. Well, aren't you something? And I'm like, what? I don't know what that means. So Alhambra, this Alhambra in California comes from this explorer that decided to stay here and then he wanted to make a town and then his daughter was reading this book called like Tales from Alhambra. Wasn't he looking for Japan? He was like on his way to China. Oh, right. Okay. (laughs) And then, which is like, I feel like most explorers back in the day, they were like, I got to find this China. I think they only heard about it. Right. It was like one of those like, you know, mythical places. And then basically he stopped in LA. But it's so far away. You're just like, well, you know what? Alhambra will do. But he named this town after the book his daughter was reading. Right. Which is not where you expect a town origin name to come from. But I like it. It's, but it seems so like rushed. It's like if I was like making a town and I was like, e, uh, ooh, uh, what are we going to call this? And I'm like eating a hot dog. I'm like mustard meat. <laughs> Let's call him. What if I was reading um, 
the idiot's guide to chess or something and i'm like well i will call this the idiot's guide yeah or chess for idiots chess, or something this, welcome to chess for idiots california <laughs> yeah thank god it was that book and not a, like a weird instructional yeah in mean, 1402 or whenever the hell they came over she was reading chess for idiots or kama sutra or something Kama Sutra, Kama, Kama Sutra, California. Ooh, Ooh sexy. That's very sexy. Everything's I live on like 69 Lane in Buttfuck, on California. On Buttfuck Boulevard. Yeah. That's in Kama Sutra, California, where the streets are velvet and the hydrants are shaped like penises. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, the jizz comes out of the taps. <laughs> it's a terrible place. Actually, jizz taps right now, considering the drought in California. Is, would probably be more plentiful. Imagine you had to drink jizz, wash your face and hands and clothes and everything in jizz. That's like, uh, remember that scene from Ghostbusters when like the slime comes out of the taps? Yes, That's what it would look like. Exactly. If, if you're a first time listener to this podcast, welcome. Please don't go anywhere. Uh, <laughs> um, this is uh, how, how we do things. Guess how I know God's not real. <laughs> There's no oh. way any God would be like... Jizz in the taps? Just let me make some... Let, this is... Oh, this the bond is the most sacred bond is between a man and a woman when they make a child. Let me make some fucking goo come out of this fucking snake. You know what I mean? It's what the goo is the cum, the snake, the is, snake the penis. is the penis. Yeah. So God, God's a sick fuck if he wants an old goo penis. So you say you think God had all of a sudden a craving for a gooey snake, and he's like, How I don't do I make know goo what he wanted, but everybody's like his almighty and whatever. I'm just saying. He could have made a more efficient thing, like a like a small just, pill that would. I just was going to say that, like there's a cat, like there's a compartment in a man, and he opens a tiny door, and he goes, "Do you want to be pregnant?" And you go, "Yes," and then you you take the little pill. And no, you can still have it through fun sex times, but it's just like it's just a little. It's like a it's a fun little thing that goes in there instead of this fucking yeah. mess of horridness. Isn't there like some animals where like the the man has everything in them? Am I thinking of seahorses? Isn't there something with seahorses where they're like also can get pregnant? Yeah, and I think seahorses can fuck themselves. And I think they have do their it own all. Babies. Yeah, that would be what a society we would live in if we could just do it all. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, like Matt was saying, this podcast is is this what you want with Matt and Julia? Where yeah. we try to figure out what you want, and we right hope now it's, we're, hope, uh, we're hoping that you want insect, toad, jizz, Kama Sutra, Velvet Street, penis hydrants. Yes. I'm hoping you want that. And also Jizz Taps, which might be the name of the episode, but I might not name it that because sometimes they uh, like They flag it. it because it's it's a gross word. Yeah. Um, Apple <laughs> Music is like, oh, Jizz Taps. What's this about? Call it like Jizz Tops or something. Yeah. I mean, there's like <laughs> TikTokers are using like different words for different sex words. So maybe I'll find. Yeah, it's Jizz Juzz. Juzz. Oh, I jizzed myself. I jizzed my pants the other day. Oh, there's jizz on the rug. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I jizzed the rug. Oh, no, yeah, jizz on the rug. Listen. Well, no, we <laughs> <laughs> you listen. We weren't here last week because um, your girl, that's me, was jet setting, filming big commercials in... Um, Mexico City. In Mexico City, which... I- we will get to soon. Yes. here's uh, This is how we have to figure out how big podcasts do it. I guess they always have a couple in the bank, but ours are too topical. So it's like, how are we going to have a couple podcasts in the bank? I was almost going to record one by myself. But yeah. But then I just was like, I think our listeners are better than that. I don't think that's what they want. I don't think they want me rambling with the dog in a hot office. A solo podcast is always weird, but I am open to the idea of 
potentially having guests in the future. Yes. Um, if that's something you want, dear listeners, and it'll let us know. So, so for example, if I am away or you vice versa, we can have a guest on. And um, I thought about calling someone up, and I'm like, they gotta come all the way here. I gotta organize it. It's a bit much. If there was a producer, I'd be like, listen, producer, yeah, figure it out. But it's not to say I'm lazy, but to say I don't want to be bothered. <laughs> <laughs> But also, I get it. Yeah, it, I would feel weird if you're like, "Oh yeah, I just had someone else on." I'd be like, what? "And they were great. They Without were way better." My, and then you start dating that person and marrying yeah. them. They move in. I start dating and marrying them. I marry them all the time. <laughs> <laughs> marry them a whole you bunch. You marry them every day. Um, yes. So we are back this week, and I promise you, we're going to try our darndest to keep up to date every single week from here on because turns out we are a bit of an official podcast these days. We have some very exciting news interesting and exciting news so we what oh, i was gonna i wanted to like roll it out in two parts okay what's the first part origin of the internet a series of servers okay. connected through ethernet cables co- uh, constructed by the cia wow is that you think the internet was was it constructed by the CIA? i think it was a military thing off uh to start i think it was from like from the 60s uh, i could be completely making this up I but mean, this, my knowledge is right. that it was a military thing and they're like give this give the public a taste of this and then the public was like yeah, 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 i know yeah, we yeah, ate yeah. it up too fast we ate up those networks okay you may have remembered a couple weeks ago we were like oh we have a meeting with another um uh, platform operator what do you call them um hosting service hosting service platform operator yeah kind of another hosting service and that meeting went well Blah, 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 blah. Yada, yada, yada. Million dollar contract. Absolutely not. Um, But it was a lovely little meeting and we decided that we would, you know, transfer our podcast over to this um, hosting vessel. Yes. So it's in the works right now. I can't tell if I did it. I think I did it right. It's, they said in the instructions, it's going to take about a month to, to confirm that I did it correctly. Yeah. So And we can say who it's with. Yeah, it's with ACAST. With ACAST. So before we were with uh, Libsyn, which was, you know. Which is like anybody can be on Libsyn. You yeah. just pay a fee and that's that. That's the thing. When, when I was looking on how to like make a podcast in general, like Libsyn was the one. That's the only one I knew about. Mm-hmm. But then I didn't realize there was, I knew there was more out there, but I've never been approached by any until these people talked to us and i was like wow this sounds great and we looked them up and they're legit and nice and uh, they they host a lot of they like they host like wtf and the stuff. big the one and basically um as you know we have our we have our core listeners our power listeners who we love and adore but we we definitely want to branch out and expand and we can't do it on our own and we're hoping Acast will take us to the next level and they have already delivered so far they've already delivered because we got uh news that they were pitching us to be part of Just for Laughs Toronto, that JFL festival. JFL 42. JFL 42. And uh, we just got the deal memo and the offer today that we're going to be flying out at the end of the month and doing a live podcast at Just for Laughs Toronto. We're doing our first live podcast at JFL 42. And I'm so stoked. I'm very stoked, excited, scared, sweaty, uh, a- anxious. Um, I think uh, it'll be fun be- because we've been wanting to do a live podcast for quite some time now. We were thinking about it for a hundredth episode and then that came and went. Yes. But it's such a, it's such an undertaking and it's, it's nice to be under the, the umbrella of a festival, a festival that we know well, that we've been a part of. And so, yeah, we could get some new fans there. Also, I've never, I've been to a few live podcasts and they're always very fun. 
Oh my god, yeah. Because you just cram a bunch of comedians into a room like that, and it's just like it's just a, a riot. It's it's definitely a different vibe than our regular episodes for sure. But yeah, we're gonna have all like the same segments, the chappy hour. But we'll have a fuzzy. guest or two. Probably hopefully. gonna have a couple guests, and we have no idea who it's gonna be. But I, <laughs> we looked up like. Because usually the the festival will bring in people for us, and there's so many fucking drag queens. Oh my god! On this yes. festival, there's like Trixie, Katya, Bob, Bob the, the drag, drag queen, queen, Monet Exchange, and I'm just like, yeah, can you get us give at least me, just one? Of give them? me one of these, because Shangela, our dog Shangela, not the drag queen. Um, our dog Shangela was barking during this uh, Zoom meeting we had with one of the JFL people, and we're like, sorry, this is our dog Shangela, and she, I was like, do you watch Drag Race? She's like, no, I don't, but she's like, but there are going to be a lot of drag queens there. I'm like, I would literally rip my hair out and shove it up my ass if we got a drag queen as a guest yeah just make sure you hold the mic up to it so the listeners can hear the hair going in the ass. yeah so if you come to the live taping and there's a drag queen on <gasps> oh my god you know what i just remembered too should i lime in <laughs> <laughs> if I you lime, lime in, in on the live podcast we, we will be banned from canada yeah i don't know if that's a segment that can make it to the live show. Uh, for those that don't know, in a previous podcast, I joked about shoving a lime in my ass at the U.S.-Canada border. calling oh, And it we call it liming in. in. Liming in. And uh, just to create a buzz. Um, <laughs> that's the thing. If, we, if I do decide to lime in, it would create a buzz. People would be like... You would be one of those bottom banners on CP24 that just goes by and it'd be like, 12 people killed in a car accident. <laughs> unknown podcast host limes yeah. in at jfl 42 list comedian <laughs> shoves lime and butt more you think you're at D-list? 11 i think you're lower than that wow i think I, I'm, we're both lower than that D-list? lower than d well because isn't wasn't that kathy griffin's Griff, griffin's uh thing life on the d list no i thought it was b list i think it was d list no d is but d is bad what's f is the lowest one then F list? No one says F I'm list. on the G list, honey. No, you're not on the G list. No one's on the G list. Oh, I'm, no I'm, one's on the G list. I love them Gs making money. Um, Yeah. So what was I going to say? Liming in live show. I mean, I don't. first of all, I don't think I could do it. I don't think I could muster it up. Also, would I have to point my whole asshole at the festival? We could, we could do an illusion liming in where you bend over with your like facing the thing and I put a, I, I pretend to put a lime in. Why don't we do this? At the live podcast recording, we're going to do our show. We're going to have cocktails. We're going to have our guests. And then on a podium next to me will be a lime on a stand. And a full paper mache of your asshole. Be, <laughs> no, it'll be a, a spotlight will be on it. And then every now and then I'll reach over for it. And those in the know will be like, oh, my God, he's liming in. But then I'll like, like you know, when like uh, James Brown and his little concerts will be like, I can't go on. I can't go on. They put right. a jacket on him. That would be my James Brown moment. Or you have a lime in your pants the whole time and you're like, guess what, guys? I limed in before the show. Now time to lime out and you pull it out of your ass. Yeah. Well, now it's time to <laughs> lime out. <laughs> Imagine you're at a like a, a job, like a regular Joe job, and your boss was like, did you clock out? And you're like, no, but I limed out. And then you pull the lime out of your ass. Do you think you get written up or fully fired? I don't know. I think, you'd, I think depending on the job, you just got to... I don't know what's happening here. And if then, it was a restaurant, they'd be like don't waste our limes. I think that was like, they'd be like that. Don't do that again. Be don't like, waste limes, limes are expensive. Wash that lime and cut it up. Yeah. If it was my old job at the Apple store, they would be like, we are calling Tim cook. We are calling headquarters. I'm calling lime one, one lime. We're calling <laughs> lime one, one on you. And then lime, uh, ambulance throughout lime rescuers are going to come and uh, take you to, uh, the lime me- uh, mental hospital. Yeah. 
where people are obsessed you, with putting limes like in their ass. like he has Lyme disease. <laughs> <laughs> I've got Lyme disease. I can't stop shoving limes in my ass. And taking them out. And taking them out. Um, Speaking of limes, which goes great with cocktails, well, it is... Chappy Hour, everybody. It's the only happy hour in North America, at least as far as I know, dedicated to the worst robot movie of all time, Chappie, Chappie. which uh, Julia has not seen I yet. I wonder if I will see it for the live podcast. I think I think I need to, to keep on not seeing it. That would be wild. A uh, big reveal at the live podcast if you were like, I saw it. We can't give too much away. I know. So you got to come to the live podcast to find out if Julia has or has not seen Chappie. I did see it. I saw it on a plane, which is the perfect way to view it. Um, distracted, kind of sleepy. It was terrible. It was absolutely terrible. Terrible. And I, when I think about the movie, I smell airplane too. Yeah. That's the, that also doubles how much I hate the also, movie. Also, every time I get on an airplane, and I have been um, using air travel quite a bit lately, Yeah. that's the... Every time I go to pick my movie, all I think about is Chappie. Yeah. Like Chappie will forever be with me on an airplane. I haven't seen it listed on airplanes yet, but I feel like I would have to like click it. I would have to at least click that's, it. That's, I feel like I said this before. I'm like, that's my only, that's the only time I will watch it. If I do see it on an airplane, I have to watch it. Yeah. Let but I ask, haven't seen it. Let me ask you this. When you're on Air Canada, do you search for your stand up clips? I do that every now and then. Um, I have. And it's usually, I mean, it's usually you doing it. And then I'm like, all right, yeah. I'll look at it. But I don't watch them. Oh, God. Wait, we'll get to that in a second. Oh, boy. Um, But yeah, so quickly, we are... So back to Chappie back Hour. To, back to Chappie Hour. First of all, it's a bad robot movie, but it's a fun hour. It's the perfect hour of drinking and the worst movie, which it's, is what they said at the junkets <laughs> <laughs> when they were interviewing the cast. It's a terrible movie, but you're going to love drinking to it. Exactly. And we're having a nice time because we're celebrating. We just found out um, the JFL 42 thing was just solidified today. It's solid. It's solid. A brick it's brick in our um, house. It's not, a, it's not a gas or a liquid. It's a, it's a solid. Fuck you. Sorry, I'm trying to... <gasps> Do you remember the episode of Bill Nye when he was talking about solid liquids and gas? Let me, let me uh, remind you of what it was. Julia's going crazy looking up this photo. So this episode of Bill Nye was talking about different... Uh, types of matter solid liquid gas yep. and every time he would say solid it would cut to this clip of this kid going solid <laughs> <laughs> bill nye was the best bill nye's the last good man he's still alive I still alive the science guy yeah oh if he ever if if it comes out that bill nye was like jamming his dick and beakers and running after kids i'm gonna be so upset do you think they're no, i don't think he is <laughs> i, I mean not. there's no way do you think they're gonna play his theme song at his funeral I like would they, hope so. They close the casket and Bill Nye is, has really died. Oh, Bill, no. Bill, Bill, Bill. And it's just the casket's going in the ground. Bill Nye has really died. Do you think when we die, they're going to play, is this what you want <laughs> yeah. with Matt and Julia? Imagine we both die at the same time. And then, and then, then they play that. And caskets are going down. Oh, oh no. And everybody's Seriously, like, yeah, is this, this what is what we want. want. Yeah. Oh my God, that's upsetting. <laughs> We're never going to die. What's death? I'm going to live forever. Okay. So we are chapping a uh, Blanc de Pinot Noir. Oh. Uh, it's a method fucking method traditional. Actor? It's a method traditionnel, exceptional sparkling wine. Um, and it's uh, from California. So it's Chandon. So you, y'all you have heard of Moet Chandon. Moet Chandon. Moet Chandon, which is a, uh, one, one of the top suppliers of um, 
Champagne out there. Everybody's heard of Moet and Chandon. Sure. A champagne house uh, cl- uh, producing close to 30 million bottles each year. For those listeners listening, Julia's saying this off the top of her head. <laughs> She's not reading anything. I, I'm i barely reading. I did a, a It'd bit be of, funny if you just knew this. I knowledge. know. I did a bit of research before. I do like reading about wine. So Moet was the original um, name, I guess, who owned who owned this vineyard, this area of, of, of uh, the terroir. And um, they married, the Chandon people married into it to make Moet Chandon. Hold on, back up. Did you say terroir? Terroir, yeah. What's that? Like the territory. Okay. I thought I, that was a person. No. <laughs> terroir. Devoir. I am terroir. Give um, me grapes. So, and then here's what happened. So, Chandon married into the business and then the Chandon name later crossed the pond in 1973 when Moet Chandon established themselves, the first French producer to do so, as Domaine Chandon in Napa Valley. Unbelievable. So this sparkling wine is made from Domaine de Chandon in Napa Valley, hence why it's called Chandon and is a sister wine to Moet and Chandon, which is classic champagne because it's made from Champagne, France, whereas this is a sparkling wine because it's made in Napa Valley. But it's quite nice. It's in the family. It's related... They see each other at Christmas, is what you're saying. For sure. Yes. I'd, I'd say they see each other at uh, all major holidays, and um, they're quite close. Even St. Givens Day? Especially St. <laughs> Givens Day. Um, How would you I'd describe like, this, Matt? You know what? I don't know if it was just because of what was going on in my mouth at the time. Earlier, my first sip tasted like apples. I don't know why. Maybe because it, 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 maybe it, it tasted a bit cidery to me, and then the more I sipped it, the more I did not. No, but it does have like, it has a bit of like a green apple sort of tartness in the city, but it's also very like mellow and elegant, I want to say. Yeah, elegance. I wouldn't say elegance. I think think in terms of like, if you compare it to like a Brute or other champagnes that are kind of like, I don't know. I find it very easy easy drinking. I'll tell you that much. I would drink this at a baseball game. Oh my God! You're not gonna drink Chandon at a baseball game. <laughs> no, but it's good for it's good for the hot weather, and it, it goes down easy, and uh, it doesn't have like a weird aftertaste. And doesn't it's have just that like, same bite sometimes, especially like even with expensive bubbly. Sometimes with any bubblies, you're just like, ah, that's just a bit. It's a bit harsh, but this is very smooth. It's smooth. It doesn't taste expensive. In I, that, uh, I would feel comfortable spraying this at my friends. Because it doesn't taste expensive. And it's not very expensive, is it? Well, is it? Well, first of all, uh-huh. I think it does taste expensive. I don't think it does. Maybe something's wrong with my mouth today. You think it tastes cheap? You know what? I'm pouring it in my mustache first and then sucking it on my Ew, mustache. Ew, you're disgusting. That's how I drink Here, things now. I, I definitely... Because it's not over- sickly sweet like the cheaper ones can be. Yeah. I definitely don't think it tastes not expensive. Here's the thing. Here's what I don't get about wine pricing. They can do whatever the fuck they want here. Because we got this at Ralph's. And Ralph's always has this thing. They always have the price of the wine. And then they always have some sort of discount on the wine. And then they're like, if you buy six bottles, you get this extra discount. Yeah. So this was listed at $32 at Ralph's. Yeah. But then they're like, if you, but it's on sale for... Twenty dollars, right. but they're like, but if you buy six bottles and it can be like mix and match, it's an extra thirty percent off. So this huh. ended up being fourteen dollars. Right. However, I looked it up online, and yeah, normally it's listed as around twenty dollars. So these these original prices are all fucking bullshit. Yeah, I mean they worked 
It got the bottle off the shelf, and that's all they care about. I feel like if you try to buy this in Canada, maybe, but this is a California wine, so obviously. Is there one guy named Ralph? Like, did he start a grocery store I think chain? so. His name's Ralph. Why else would you call your thing Ralph's? But, like, how far, how many necks do you got to step on as a grocer to be like, I'm going to be one of the biggest grocery stores in California or America. I think they're all over America, aren't they? Ralph's? I think they're everywhere. Well, they're Ralph's and it's Kroger, so it's like... But to be called Ralph's, because I've seen so many little grocers, you know, Greg's, Carl's grocers, and now there's Ralph's, and he just got it. So he did something bad. I think he did something bad. Or he bad. did something good. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe he's like Honest Ed. Remember Honest Ed in Toronto? Yes. He would give away turkeys. We talked about that. When? <laughs> Recently? No, I'm I'm confused. I always thought that was neat. <laughs> I, I miss that store. I miss Cause that. Because he, he is an honest man. He's honest dad. He gives you honest prices and he gives you an honest turkey. I know. I miss that. It looked like a department store created by an eight-year-old. Or by like psychotic clowns. Yeah, like a <laughs> bunch of clowns with paintbrushes. Like a bunch of clowns escaped the nut house and then just yeah. made a department store. I feel grateful that I was able to go there and purchase. I had purchased long johns there. In, uh, for, first of all, listener, if you're not from Toronto, it was at uh, Young and Bathurst. Bathurst. No, no, Bathurst and Bloor. Bathurst and Bloor. And yeah, it was this giant lit up department store and it was just, it was crazy. I remember my first time seeing Honest Ed's when I had just moved to Toronto. I was 17 and I went to some open mic with my friend Jarrett and... It was so late that I don't think the subways are running. So we had to take like the Bloor night bus yeah, or something. Ew. So so we were taking, and I had to go all the way back to like, I had to go so far. And the I night just. night bus is terrible because it's always uh, security guards getting off work mm -hmm. or going to work. Or just really hammered people, people. And yeah, a couple of wild cards in there that are just covered in bags. And so we're on it. And I was like, I don't know where we are. And then we got, I remember getting off at Bathurst station or or not bathroom like just around that stop and walking out and being like what and it was all lit up and it was night and nobody was around i'm like we've taken a wrong turn i'm like what <laughs> the fuck is this place it was massive it's huge it was massive and yeah. lit up and crazy looking and i'm like toronto is wild yeah i would agree with that it's uh it's jarring to see i'll, I'll tell you what else is jarring to see and experience something nice that may have happened to you this week, which is a segment that we have, which we like to call, my God, this segue. Warm and jarring. <laughs> warm and jarring. Jar and fuzzy. No, it's, it's warm and fuzzy, everybody. Yes, a segment where we talk about something that made us feel warm and fuzzy and grateful and hashtag blessed. I don't say hashtag blessed. We all say um, hashtag blessed. No. I like... What is What are people saying these days? Like drag queens say. They say booked and blessed. Booked and blessed. It's yeah. giving warm and it's giving fuzzy. When people say it's giving, are they saying the outfit is in it? Or just the... Or the vibe. The, the it's vibe, giving. It. Like the whole thing. It's giving like... Like you, what you're wearing right now, it's giving Napoleon Dynamite meets napoleon dad Dynamite. i don't know you're wearing a weird t-shirt and your shorts are fucking hiked up and your balls are hanging out my underwear is hanging out actually yeah. um <laughs> i'm lime i'm fully limed in uh, i'm wearing a t-shirt from a fast and the furious musical i did and i'm wearing an ankle compression sock 
because I'm an old man and parts of my body are starting to shut down rapidly. Yeah. So this segment, we like to talk about something warm and fuzzy and nice that happened this week. Would you like to go first or would you like me to go first? I'll go first. Okay. What happened to you this week that made you feel good? And hopefully it makes everyone feel good because there's still hope in the world. There is still hope in the world. It's, listen, it's been, it's been a really kind of fucking cool two weeks. And I guess we didn't talk about Victoria. Maybe. Victoria. Is that going to be yours? Oh, no. Okay, let's quickly just talk about Victoria because so much has happened that's so warm and fuzzy. That's true. We did go to Victoria, B.C., which is, uh, for those that don't know, it's uh, uh, Vancouver Island. You take a ferry from Vancouver, zip over to this island, which, by the way... Much bigger than I thought. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I, Matt literally thought it was like a tiny island where like nobody lived. I thought it was like seven streets. You could see the other side of the island from one side. <laughs> I don't know. If you stretched your arms too wide, you'd touch ocean. I thought it was very, very wrong. small. Barely have electricity. <laughs> like I thought it was just a small little. I don't know what I, what I expected. Quite the opposite. Um, but it does feel quaint, and we had just the nicest time there and shout out to dan duvall lovely comedian and um entrepreneur uh writer producer man of many hats exactly fingerer of many pies yeah he fingers all the pies he fingers many pies and he's just the sweetest human ever i've talked about him on the podcast before how we just became fast friends and then you guys met and then you guys became fast friends he's just lovely and he let us he like left his place so we could stay at his little home and he drove us around places. He booked us at his club. It was just being with like friends and and the weather was beautiful yeah. and the water was nice. It was just, it was the perfect, Um, it was like the perfect five days that we have there. Nothing went wrong. Except one small word. thing and I think that's going to be your. Wait, what went wrong there? In Victoria? The one restaurant we went to called. Oh uh, yeah. my God! How could I forget? Yeah, that's gonna be Matt's uh, other segment, so we'll save that. So anyway, Victoria was lovely, and then as if it couldn't get any better, I booked that Anybody commercial. Better. Which yes, <laughs> I booked that commercial, which uh, I had mentioned a couple podcasts ago. Yes, and originally I was supposed to fly back to LA and then the next day fly to Mexico City. Yes, however. We were worried that like if there's any problem with the flight back to LA, if there's any delay, it's going to fuck everything over. So what happened uh, ended up happening. I f- took the ferry to Vancouver, spent the night there in a uh, Best Western by the airport. Oof! I had to like drop you off there, and it was you know classic airport hotel. But I stayed at some nice airport hotels. The one that we stayed at um, at Pearson by in Toronto. That was okay. Oh my god, it was so nice. Yeah. It was so nice. They let the dog stay for free. It was the best. This place, I was like, um, and let me tell you, Vancouver, the, the rooms are like $260 a night. I didn't pay for it. Yeah. But God damn, if I had paid for that, I would have been pissed. I literally stayed in the whole time and watched like beat Bobby Flay for like 10 hours and went to bed. I was going to say, some of these airport hotels are designed to be like, here's a place you can shit. There's a towel you can lay on. And also the TV only turns to HGTV. Or the Food Network. The and food I, and network. I, honestly, it. it was perfect. And what I will say is the hotel, I didn't hear anybody in the halls. I didn't hear my my neighbors or anything. And for me, that's a dream. That's good. So after that, um, I flew out the next day to Mexico City, ass early flight, got, got to Mexico City, and oh my God, they put us up at the Four Seasons. 
I don't know if I mentioned that on, on two podcasts I don't think ago. so. Probably not. Because maybe I didn't even know at that point. I don't think so. The Four Seasons, I'm sorry if I mentioned this before, but it's the most beautiful hotel in Mexico City. And when I was there in 2019 shooting this other commercial, I stayed in this other kind of crappy hotel. And we ended up going there for a drink, me and the, my co-stars. And I was just like, oh my God, I just wish we could stay here. I'm like, in what world would I ever stay here? So when I when I checked in, they were so lovely. And when, when I got into the room, I just like, I dropped all my stuff and I went, and I literally just ran around the room in circles. And I went, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Like I've never, I'm like getting butterflies just thinking about it. I was so excited. The windows opened up into this beautiful courtyard. Which is crazy for a hotel to have uh, open windows like that. I know. There was and all of them had it. Out. Oh my God. The best part was I was taking a little video to show you. And then there was a guy across the way in this um, like orange velour tracksuit. And he was also like kind of doing the same thing. And just before I, I stopped the video, but then I kind of looked at him and I waved and he's like, eh, and he gave like the, cool, the, hang, uh, the 10. hang 10 sign. And we're both, we both kind of looked at each other like, this is fucking cool. <laughs> like we were both like, how did we get here? Because most people that stay there are probably like for work. And it's like some sort of business is like treating you yes. kind of thing. Because it was mostly business looking people and really fancy looking people. But on the odd time you'd see sweat pant man and me. And we're just because oh, look, I can look good. But I was literally wearing my like Costco sweatpants and like I wasn't wearing my Kirkland shirt. That would have been amazing. But anyway, so got checked in and then that w- had like an hour went straight to like wardrobe fitting and they wanted to test out hair and makeup. Um and then the next day, my, my, so my co-star was this guy named Hayes, this actor, and we immediately got along so well. I was in hair and makeup. I barely saw him. And I'm like, are you my knight? Because um, he was playing like a knight in this thing. Yeah, your thing was like medieval. Medieval kind of yeah. thing. I'm like, are you my knight? He's like, yeah. And I was like, I think we have a down day tomorrow, which means like no shooting. I was like, do you want to just like explore Mexico? And he's like, hell yeah. Like, we, I don't even think I got his name. I was just like, yeah. We just were on board with each other next day. Went to some fucking cool castle, got breakfast buffet at the Four Seasons, just explored, got drinks, the most beautiful dinner. One of those places where you don't think to go, really. Everyone's like, I've been to Mexico and it's always Cancun or it's always, yeah. you know, one of these resort. And, and I feel like a lot of people don't go to Mexico City. Well, they should. And because yeah. it is, it's a thousand percent different than any of the resort towns. Of course. It's so different. Um and it was really lucky for us to have that kind of like down day. And then the next day was our first day of shooting. And it was like an hour out, hour and a half outside the city. Um, and it's one of the biggest productions I've ever been a part of. The crew was probably like 60 people. They were shooting two different spots um, for the same brand. So it was like just this beautiful like kind of castle and field sort of in the middle of nowhere. And I was dressed up as this beautiful medieval woman. There was all these like just dogs Not running a wench, around though. they call you wench no no wench okay, i good. was like a classy no, lady no, no, no wench, wench. <laughs> and just like a bunch of the crew kept being like can i get pictures i'm like all right i'm like what's your name and they'd be like baltazar i'm like hell yeah <laughs> i what a powerful name it was i this is gonna take too long but like the whole sh- that shoot day was so fun the next day we had to shoot a different scene and we got wrapped after lunch which is great so we had the rest of the evening went out and I got like oysters and we went to some like speakeasy and some jazz club. It was hands down the, one of the best experiences I've had on set. Um, 
and definitely the best experience I've ever had at a hotel. Can you believe Julia had an amazing experience at a five-star hotel? <laughs> no. Shocking. <laughs> Don't make fun of me. But listen, some people can find like, they'll be like, mm, I'll find wrong stuff wrong. We, we de- we've definitely stayed at some really beautiful hotels. Of course. And there's sometimes like, oh, well, there's this annoying neighbor or there's, there's this shitty person or there's that. There's usually like something, even, no matter how nice the hotel is. You know what will turn me off? And I'm a complete psychopath for noticing stuff like this. What? I'll look at the caulking in the bathroom. And if it's a little bit like spotty or like flaky, I'll Great be like... caulking. I'll be like, fuck, man. That's, mm. You're supposed to be a nice place. The caulking was so nice. The, the bathtub, caulking was good? caulking was good. The oh, bathtub was nice. so deep. One night I, when it was like so late, we had like a 13-hour shoot day. So when I got home, I was starving and I ordered room service from like one of the restaurants of the Four Seasons and I ate this like fucking ravioli with this brown butter sauce and I had this expensive wine and I drank it in the tub and I'm like, God. What is life? Damn. It was just, um, it was really nice and I'm really excited for you to all see the spot. It's really, f- I think it's going to be really funny and I'm going to look really cool and uh, I truly, it was one of those things I kept trying to absorb and uh it goes by quick right it does go by quick because most of it is working except the one day that we had off where we like we really tried to see a lot and walk around and oh and then after we we went we sat in the hot tub and just like it started to pour rain and i was just drinking like a margarita in the rain in the hot tub i'm like mexico i give anything anything for rain right now god it rained so long down here in la hot if it's raining where you are, go out there and just stick your face in it and just tell me, uh, tweet at our podcast how that feels because I miss that. <laughs> yeah, no, no, don't complain about the rain unless it's a fucking monsoon or something. Unless then, it's flooding. Yeah, every, unless it's then, flooding, yeah, then I get uh, it. But, oh, but I'll tell you, drought here, not good. It, um, did, it did rain on and off there, which was really nice. And, and yes. the, the temperatures kind of got up to like 25 degrees. Anyway, very warm and fuzzy. Very grateful. What a fucking perfect trip. Um, thank you everybody okay that's a wrap on julia <laughs> well do you think it was too much no i thought it was great i feel like you were like annoyed no it's just uh we're limiting time to we got to still got to cram more stupid things in here too i know um, but we can do an hour i feel no, like we've been fine. doing like 45 lately um no that was it sounds like a killer uh, it's good to be rewarded and the best for, part was that matt wasn't there yes <laughs> i would have caused quite a stir i would have been like where are the limes? I know they're here. <laughs> Give me the, oh my God. You would have loved it. There were so many limes. No lemons. Limes everywhere. Limes everywhere. My ass cheeks would have been clapping. Oh my God. You would Clapping have, for limes. They would have stopped you at customs because you would have been full of limes. Yeah. They put me through the x-ray machine. It's just, I just look like a fucking billiard table. <laughs> just a bunch of balls or inside me. like a me. golf ball bag or something. Sir, what do you got? Do you got bags of cocaine in you? Mm, I start shitting out limes. Okay. They'd probably let me go. They'd probably be like, there's actually, you could have just brought these with you if you wanted to. You can't though. You can't bring limes from one place to another. Mm. Fruit is bad. So they'd fine me, you think, per lime? One fine per lime. Yeah. But what if I said, do you know what this is? It's called liming in. It's part of my religion. Then you'd go straight to the nut house. Yeah. <laughs> probably they probably sent me to some mexican nut house speaking of mexican nut house um this is what uh, what i thought was made me feel good this week i mean i hate that it's related to kind of what happened to you but i also booked a commercial yay and i was on set for a thing um, yeah matt booked a commercial and may i qu- quickly say yeah. i know i've been talking so much but 
because everybody's like, oh, look at you guys both booking commercials. Never happens. Never happens. We've never both booked a commercial at the same time. Usually when one of us is thriving and the other is suffering. So it's kind of nice right now. <laughs> yes. It, we did feel like complete equals for once. It uh, felt great. <laughs> I had to order a dog walker because, yeah, that's the thing. It's like one of us usually is always here. So it's like we never have to worry about the dog. But both of us being gone, I had to use this app called WAG to get some random stranger to come into our house. They have like they have ratings and stuff. Yeah, but like I've that. never met this person. Oh, of I don't course know who this not. Is. Everyone's like it's the Uber of dog walking. First of all, that whole phrasing has to go to hell. Everything's like the Uber of something. Yeah, um, it's the Uber of limes. I gotta stop talking about limes. Stop talking about limes. Um, you love limes. But, uh, which actually worked out. This the person that came was great. She seemed to really get along with Shange. The app also tells you like where the dog poops and pisses, which is really fun. Because <laughs> I, I was on set and I, my phone be buzzing and be like, Shangela just pooped around the corner. Do you want to see where it is? Oh my god! And I would click. I'd be like, mm, let's see where this is. Because what's funny is you sent me a screenshot of that, and for whatever reason, in Mexico, and you guys all know how much I love to shit, Lots and I shit. and I shit a lot because I have undiagnosed IBS. I couldn't shit in Mexico. You got travel butt. Which was crazy. And so the all the days that I was on set, zero shit. And I was like, oh my God. And I was literally talking to Hayes about it. And I'm like, I can't shit. And he's laughing. And then I'm like, oh. and then I show him that. I'm like, even my dog's shitting. And I'm getting fucking texts about it. Yeah. She's bragging about it. I'm just it rubbing it in. Oh, um, so I was on set for this thing. It was for an insurance company too, which was a lot i was like the spokesperson for this insurance thing and there were so many fucking lines and i actually like spent all day like memorizing these lines and everything and i get on set and everyone was like so nice like i started doing it and literally i heard someone go to the director be like oh my god this guy's so good where'd you find this guy and like the director knew me so he's like i seeked him out i knew who he was i thought he'd be good at this turns out he's great at this and i'm like this is crazy just to be on set and have so many people like supporting you and telling you you're good but my stupid insecure brain was like am i doing so bad that they feel the need to fluff me you're like yes you're, oh, you're fine so oh good. Okay. like hey let's uh let's get the backup in here <laughs> i know and, and trust me it was that i was doing well but i kept being like oh my god am i fucking up so much but it uh it was just a great day uh it was great to be back on it's i again taking a moment to soak up moments like that and slow down yeah. and be like because every time i'm on set i'm like i belong here i'm at work and then the day is over and you're like oh yeah i'm not coming back here i know it's so it's first of all i want to say that i'm i'm so proud of you um with this commercial i know it, every it's like sometimes it's some commercials we audition for it's like literally you take a bite of a sandwich and you're like mm, and then you don't get it because your face doesn't look right yeah but both of these commercials that we went for there was dialogue there were scripts there was uh comedy there's whatever so for this when you initially auditioned for it there were so many lines and you you auditioned for it and you got it in the first take and you were telling me that all the other guys kept fucking up or whatever. Yeah, apparently. And uh, it's it's one of the few things I've really like worked hard on. And I used to think I'm not good at memorizing, but now I'm like, I think I'm good now. But like, you're also so naturally funny. And we we both get in our heads like that being like, oh, we're some, maybe we're not good. That's why we don't have this, that, and the other. My inner saboteur. Our inner saboteurs <laughs> are always hard at work. Always hard at work. And that's the thing. I have to, even 15, 16 years into this, I still am like, oh God, I'm just 
winging it. I don't know. Maybe I don't know what I'm doing. But I'm like, you know what? Sometimes I have to realize I do know what I'm doing. And this whole booking actually changed my mindset. So now I'm going to be really cocky. I'm going to be a huge <laughs> piece of shit, a huge diva. I'm going to demand things. And if I don't get it, oh boy, am I going to put up a stink. I hope so. Oh my God. This doesn't... It. it it's... It feels good, but it also is frustrating because it's like, see, I told you I am good. And you're like, if people just, I, my whole thing, I'm like, if someone just gave me a chance, I'd be good at this. And Which, so but that's what I think 90% of the people in Hollywood right now, they're like, everyone's good at something. They're very good. You just got to get the attention of right. the right people. And that's why, because everyone's like, oh, why would you move to LA? You can just audition from anywhere. It's like, no, you have to be here. For the right moment, for the right person yeah. to see you, and it's it is it is that. And I just I, I do feel like our time is coming, and and some like we've had um some moderate success, and I, yeah. I I feel like something's about to pop off because and I know these are just like little commercials or whatever, but it, I feel like there's a, a turning point. And for me, I booked this commercial, and I have to have a British accent, by the way, yeah. and I. I beat out actual British people. Which is crazy. And I don't know if you want to advertise that. You might be get the Brits coming after you. I don't care. I did. I but but no. it's also not because my accent was better, but probably because I was funnier and I fit the look and the whatever. The Luke. And the Luke. And it was just nice to have like the clients be like, Oh my god, that was so funny. The director being like, You're amazing and for yeah. you like they were all fucking going gaga over. The you. craziest and I'll end with this is the craziest part about the whole day is the clients, the insurance company came up to me and they're like, it's great working with you. They're like, you made insurance funny. And I'm like, I never thought in a million years uh, somebody would say that to me. Yeah. I made insurance funny. So that's <laughs> the kind of comic I am. I'm an insurance comic now. That's all I talk about. Supplemental, uh, whatnot. It's, it's all in my vocab now. So heads up, everyone. I'm talking about insurance now. Speaking of talking about, we're talking about warm and fuzzy things. Let's tip the scales back to something else that maybe was stupid this week with our another segment that we have called, Well, That Was Stupid. Well, well that, that was, was stupid. stupid. And this is where we talk about something stupid that happened this week to kind of even things out. Yeah. And, uh, because every week is, uh, is full of yin and, yin and yang. Yin and yang, as we've learned. We have, we have friends who are going through some some hard yings and some hard yangs right now like some big bangs if you know what i mean some big bangs like i we have a friend who just literally performed in like a twenty thousand seat theater and then had the best week of her life and then next week it's like oh my god my dog is sick overnight vet her dog is is yeah not her dog is almost dying basically it wasn't almost dying the dog had pneumonia it was a whole fucking thing and then Blah, blah, blah. And it was just like the worst week of her life. So that's why it's like, yeah, when it's good, you got to appreciate it. And when it's bad, you just have to remember that it's not always going to be bad. Yeah, but it's also good fun to recognize it. Um, Yeah, it's fun to recognize it. I'll go. Yeah. I'll go. Because, yeah, I was coming off a real high from Victoria, from from Mexico, from the whole shoot. And right when I got back from Mexico, literally, Matt picked me up at the airport dropped our stuff like a good at, husband like a good husband what a husband dropped our stuff at, at home got dressed and went straight to the comedy store we both did sets at the comedy store it was like fucking great and then next day was nice had lunch with friends and then the, the whole week started so like starting monday it was like oh back to the regular bullshit back so to, back at it we're supposed to be in in denver and we are going to be in denver um or i mean in colorado we're gonna be in boulder september 8th and then denver 9 10 boulder again on the 11th 
But the ninth and 10th, we've had locked in for a long time. We're performing at a club and uh, we're the whole deal was always we'd get a hotel and it was this like nice hotel. I'm like, hell yeah. And then I get a message being like, oh, hey, by the way, I lost the hotel sponsor so I can give you a bit of extra money, but that's where we're at right now. And I'm like, right. What? What? Oh, I thought you didn't want me to talk about this. I said, right. Right. Some, sometimes you get a look in like this dead look in your eyes that I don't know if you're listening or you don't want me to talk oh, about this. I was staring and, and <laughs> waiting for you to go more. Yes, please continue. Okay. <laughs> See, guys, this uh, this podcast uh, it happens in real life. There's there uh, the things happen. Okay. Um, now you're giving me dead looks again. <laughs> oh my god, I hate you. <laughs> now I'm perfectly. Wait, how does this look? Hey, nobody can see you, so stop doing it. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm listening. Shut up. Now he looks like a crazy clown pimp. <laughs> I'm smiling way too hard. Somebody, if you're talking to somebody and they're smiling way. <laughs> I'm listening. Okay, basically, uh, by the way, I'll this tell is- you, l- let me tell you where the dead look just came from is we haven't been drinking a lot lately and we've had a couple of bubblies and it's like, it's zipping me. It's zipping you I'm good? zipped and zorped. Well, that's why you're being stupid. <sighs> you're my well, that's what's stupid. Well, well, he's that's stupid. That's the show, everyone. Thanks. I want to thank... Uh, okay, so long story O'Reilly's short. Auto Parts for sponsoring oh, oh, the show. Oh, O'Reilly's... <laughs> Go get your oil, get auto your fluids, farts. get your wrenches. Listen. Check those plugs. So we were supposed to have this hotel, and then he says, uh, lost a sponsor. Basically, like, deal with it. I'm like, hey, not to be uh, difficult, but that was part of the deal that we have yeah. a hotel. Also, the money that he was offering, I'm like, that's not even enough for a hotel for one night. We need to cover two nights. We're already, like, we're barely breaking even on this fucking trip. And then and then it went into just this whole tirade of, like, well, I only, it's a small club. I only have this staff or whatever, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, again, owning a comedy club sounds fucking awful. That's why I don't do it. But yeah. I didn't sign up for that. That's and he's right. like, he's like, we don't have a contract. I'm like, oh, I didn't expect you to fuck me over. Anyway, that's still in limbo. And he's like, okay, I'm going to try to talk to the hotel, whatever. And then it ended on me being like, okay, what are the updates? He's like, don't worry. I'll make sure everything is right in the world. And Which is a, a high man's uh, text. He must have been very high. And I was like, uh, I'm right like, okay. I'm like, you don't need to make sure everything's right in the world. You just need to get me a room at that hotel. Yeah. And they went, ha ha. And then I went, ha ha. <laughs> so it, that, that's what like kicked off Monday. And I'm like, I feel like such a schlub where before it's like four seasons, you're put up at this and whatever. And I was looking forward to this other nice hotel in Denver that were, that were supposed to be at. Now it was like, fuck you figure it out and it's not like we can cancel the weekend we've already made all of our arrangements booked other hotels flights and then i was trying to get booked at another club and i guess the the theme of this is just um bedside manner in business i want to say is that what you call it business manner or just just business beds business beds just the way that you speak to people and address people and i was trying to think i'm like if i wasn't a woman or if i wasn't you know, if I was someone a little bit more important, I don't care how important you think someone is or whatever. I think, I honestly think you should treat everybody within business with texts with not, not text, but anything business related with the same sort of yes. decorum. Like and, you're at work, but because we're comics, because we're freelance, because we're independent and also because the clubs are like, Oh, you're begging me to be here. Yeah. You know what? No, don't come here. Or like, they're just so short with you. 
Yeah. And so like, yeah, there is no bedside manner. There's no like decorum. Especially when I'm being the nicest and yeah. the most professional. It really bothers me. So this um, one club that I've been trying to get into for a while and they've always been a bit short with me but they're like would you be interested in hosting and I'm like yes I'm a great host I would love to host blah 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 and then just never heard back from them but then I'm so I'm trying to um, book a trip to to Vegas because so we want to renew our vows oh my god this is news to me I know shut up we want to renew our vows we want to have a party in Vegas because we never got to have a big wedding so I thought because we have the dog I'm like I'll go in October and just like scout some venues so I was like I would love to sacrifice herself yeah I'll sacrifice herself and scout some fun (laughs) wedding venues while I stay but I was like it would be nice to get some work while I'm there so I noticed a comedian that I know and like is at a club so I messaged him and I'm like hey would love to host for you that week and he's like hell yeah I would love for you to do that but blank makes all those decisions so you'd have to ask him yes i'm like great so i message blank this lovely thing with the email from headlining comedian saying that he'd love to have me and then he just says it's booked and then i go oh oh my apologies yeah i i saw that on the website that the host is booked but i noticed the feature says to be announced so i could do that yeah it's booked fuck you (laughs) <laughs> like and, and I even said like or keep me in mind for like a different weekend uh, here's the thing it's not like I'm like two years in and being like I want to do this I'm fucking 15 years in I have a bunch of credits and the headliner and he's told me before oh people like bringing their own features so it's really hard to get in yeah guess what he said he wanted me there it's so frustrating and it made me feel so small and so stupid and I I mean, I'm getting my period, but I was like (laughs) fucking furious yesterday. I'm like, how dare you? Because this is where my imposter syndrome comes in. This is where I'll have days where I'm like, you know what? I, I work hard and I am funny and I fuck. And we had had like a great show on Monday and I'm like, hell yeah, I'm at the top of my game right now. I'm great. And then just to have someone fucking slap you in the face and, and both men in two different areas of my career, I'm like, fuck you too many quick highs and lows in this business i'll tell you and i was like uh, i will rue the like i literally tweeted i'm like you will rue the day you not even sure what un- ruining a day means but I you know will it's regret like, you will yes. regret and you will look stupid because people and people undermine me they or they just they're like whatever that's nobody if someone's in the middle of ruining a day do you think they say oh i'm ruining I'm ruining. I'm I'm day. I'm ruining hard. Like but somebody yells at them, you'll rue the day. And then finally the day comes, and they go, "Ugh, Ugh they're I right. Am I'm ruining. I am rue. God, I am rue about this." Well, I hope they. I hope they do rue. Yes. Because guess what? I'm gonna rue them good. Yep. And I will get mine. Julia rues America. And you, you'll be begging me to perform at your that club. That should be the name of your album. We we're talking about your new album coming out. You'll rue the day. <laughs> you'll rue the day. You'll rue the day that you didn't respect me. Oh God! And that's a whole other thing. I'm listening to my fucking album right now, literally right before this podcast. That's torture in itself. Yeah. I good say for you for working at it. Fucking so much. I say fucking and I say you know what I mean. I should call it fucking. You know what I mean. That's what I should call my that's album. That's very funny, actually. <sighs> Julia Lackwitz presents fucking, you know what fucking, I mean? Fucking, you know what I mean? You know, Honestly. Because that's a lot of what comedy is. Let me tell you else about what comedy <sighs> is. It's my stupid thing that happened this week, and it will probably end on this. Rapido. Um, so as previously mentioned, we were in Victoria, B.C., beautiful place, yes. gorgeous, not a, not a worry in the world, having the time of our lives, walking around, getting many steps in. 
So many steps, like 22,000 a day. No big deal. Our calves and asses look amazing. And uh, we were getting a lot of restaurant recommendations because apparently Victoria, B.C. has the most restaurants per capita in North America. Other than San Francisco. Other than San Francisco. So there's many, many restaurants. So one person was like, you have to go to this restaurant. I'm not going to say the name of it because no. I feel like that would be gauche. But let me tell you, I this restaurant made me so mad. It's- so in... I was... Furious, And you have right to be furious. But just to preface, though, it's one of those restaurants where the menu changes basically daily, which I totally respect. No problem. Been to a million places like that in my life. Show up and they're basically like, we have two wines. We have two beers. That's it. Okay, that's cute. Fine. I'll deal with it. It's uh, we get a nice seat on a patio. They give us the menu. Let me tell you that this menu is. It's one word, a hard line, and then the price. And that's the whole menu. I immediately start sweating from the back of my neck all the way down to my lower back. I've never seen you so mad so immediately. And I'm like, give it a chance. I'm at an age where I can't, I have no patience for this kind of horse shit. So I see this menu and I'm like, it's like uh, Brussels sprouts, 16, asparagus, 12, peas, 23. Peas were like 12 or something. The peas were like 18. I see this and I immediately get, I'm like, we're leaving. And then you're like, no, 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 I'm sure it's amazing. Of course, because you're like, well, they have that much confidence. And it was it, busy and it, people it seem to be busy. enjoying themselves. The reviews are amazing. And a lot of the reviews are like, you just kind of let them give bring, bring the food out to you. And that's always amazing. And you have a nice time. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, maybe I will trust this place. We end up getting, what, asparagus... What bone else? marrow bone marrow and the beef and beef and by the way they the the server was lovely she she did describe everything it was very her descriptions were fine yes i lovely to a point let me tell you so we get yeah, to a point we get the asparagus <laughs> for some reason it has like egg salad on it and we're like wow this is worth what was it 13 dollars? it was like no it was like 18 dollars very confusing gross it was fine it's asparagus let's get over it the bone marrow pretty good Pretty good. Pretty good. I think it's the second time in my life I've ever had it. Yeah. It's a weird texture. It tastes like uh, the way In-N-Out Burger smells, which is nice. It's re- it is really good. Anyway, it's, really good. It's, it's also hard to fuck up. It must be hard <laughs> to fuck up. And then we get this beef, which is supposed to be the main event of sorts. And it looks like, a, like an old belt in a bunch of oil. But like dressed up with some like dollops. Dressed up. It looks like like slabs of beef jerky, basically. And she, and but it was one big slab. And she described it. She's like, yeah, this like braised whatever uh, Montreal smoked meat. I'm like, oh, I love Montreal. It looks like something so good. You, you'd spank a pervert with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's something you spank an oily pervert with. Yeah, an oiled up pervert. If he's not already oiled up, this will oil him up real fine. Um, perverts were walking by, staring at this, licking their lips. But <laughs> <laughs> so we get this. I take one bite and I go, this is terrible. It was it, like, it was bad. we could barely cut it. Barely cut it. It was chewy. And the, the server comes back and we're like, I don't know about this. And she's like, oh, were you expecting like pulled pork or something? And in my head, I'm like, what an insane thing to say. What are you talking about? Yes, no. I ordered beef expecting pulled pork. How dare you? Also, she she the, her tone was like, oh, 
you live in a tub down by the bayou. Like Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. I crawled out of my tub and I expected some <laughs> nice pulled pork and I got this weird Not that there's stick. anything wrong with pulled pork, but it was no. just her tone. I'm like, um. It was odd. And, and then, so we ended up getting that refunded and I was like, this is fucking terrible. I, I came in angry. I'm angrier than I've ever been. And what made me angrier is... <laughs> Maybe they were, I don't know if they're the regular chefs, but I glanced in and it looked like two 13-year-old boys were in the kitchen <laughs> and they were like, oh, 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 just like moving pans around and just like sweating and like high-fiving each other. And I'm like, oh, this is like some like weird, like cocky, confident teen. You're like, they're like, I know what Yeah, they're like, if you don't is. like it, that's your problem. It I really food. felt like one of those places. Yeah. And uh, so it was bad. But and I will say... I have because people are like you just have to go with it it's an experience but that's totally fair but if you have a menu like that you better fucking make sure that everything on your menu is goddamn spot on because Uh, that piece of fucking beef was $23 so suck my dick suck my wife's dick would you Um, and let me tell you I will end by saying this I get it that if the stupidest thing in my week was that a beautiful succulent restaurant oh yeah gave me frustrations i get that there's a lot of worries in the world right now oh i'm sorry matt you had a problem at a very fancy establishment but it did frustrate it, me it felt like an episode of portlandia it like did. it felt like um we were it was a joke and when we were initially seated at the bar before they sat us outside i had just asked the bartender because i saw the menu and i'm like so what what what's what what come what's the what are the figs and he's like they're figs yeah with some cheese and i'm like Okay. All right then. And it was be it for he me. just had so much attitude. I'm like, which wine? This one or this one? I'm like, okay. I'm getting the fuck out of here. And let me tell you, we're getting the fuck out of here as well. But we quickly, I, I wanted to say one last closing remark. Oh, oh my god. god! I know there, she's going to give her social security number, no, and you guys can have her identity. Two six one nine one sixty nine. Try it out. See if it works. It's going to be some poor schmuck social security number. He's like, oh, where's my money? Um. That's how it works. Listen. Do you ever think about giving your social security number to like a rich person, like sliding in the mailbox of like a fancy house and being like hoping they steal your identity and make it better? Hmm. That's not a bad idea, right? Is that a movie already? Should I write that? Called Social Security. But then why would they do that? They're like, my life, my life is so amazing. Why don't I just make this other random I don't know. Life maybe better? they like committed a murder or something. So mm. now like you're rich, but you're under arrest. I see. Write that down. Uh, it's in the bank. So, w- I'm sorry. We've just had so many like stupid and fun things to catch up on. And these, this is like the most action-packed couple weeks we've had in a action-packed, long time. Action-packed, ladies and gentlemen. I have, I'm holding a gun. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I, I am. And last night, we, we did this bar gig. And it was so stupid. Oh, I thought we're going to talk about that next week. Okay, fine. We'll talk about that next week. But what I'm trying to say is, on, on my drive back from the bar gig, I was just looking at Twitter and I kept seeing the same fucking tweet about Leonardo DiCaprio and his 25 year old girlfriend, the same fucking tweet. And it was making me so mad. So I just started being like, stop it. Everybody's making the same joke. Stop it. And then I just kind of continued. And then I like sort of made my own joke off of it. And guess what? Your girl. I keep saying your girl. Julia Ladko, it's me. I have my first viral tweet. What's it at right now? I just checked. It's at 37.8 thousand. That's sickening sickening no julia has gone viral you heard it here first ladies and gentlemen go see her on twitter julia comedy she's on there where can uh, they find you matt you can find me matt underscore o'brien zero viral tweets right now but uh 
Who knows what the future holds? Yes. And you can find me, Julia Comedy, on all social media. You, um, is this what you want? Podcast on Instagram and ITWYW podcast on Twitter. And by the way, just so you know, upcoming shows were in uh, Boulder on the 8th, 9th and 10th, Denver Comedy Lounge. And soon to be JFL 42. Yeah, JFL in 42. We're it's going to be the 23rd to the 25th. One, one of the dates in there. So mark your calendars for now. Power listeners who live near uh, or in Toronto. Come yes. to our show. Fucking tell your friends. It's going to be something like you've never seen before, and it's going to be so fucking crazy. And you can say you were there at the ground level, and you supported us before we fucking popped off, baby. Yeah, before we, be- we become two Joe Rogans. Yeah. Um, and that's what we're going to be. I- I'm the top half. You're the ass. I'm the ass of Joe Rogan, <laughs> ladies and <laughs> gentlemen. You his big, ugly head. Yes. So that's it for the podcast. And to celebrate everything that's happened, we're going to end with a Chris, Chris, Chris Bush Chris Bush classic. Uh, we're going to celebrate with some Night Melon, everybody. Oh, Night Melon. Night Melon coming at you. We'll be back next week. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Do me.